Welcome, reporting to you live from Zoom. You're watching Chais and Chisme, a podcast brought to you by World of Feriella. I'm Jennifer, aka Fed, reporting live from the Pink Palace. And I'm Daniela, aka Ella, reporting to you live from the Sirena Oasis. Mm, and what are we talking about today? I believe we're talking today about textured hair, Jennifer, which I know is like your bread and butter and a world that you've brought me into. Yes, it is my favorite is hair. <laughs> so I was like, yes, we're talking about hair today. Um, so I'm super excited um, to talk about just hair journey in general and textured hair and just in general, like what it means to us and just acceptance as a part of like hair and whatnot. I think that's the kind of a uh, topic I really want to like focus on or what, what the direction I want to take this topic in. I love yeah. that. I love that. But first yeah. I actually, I want to know, and I think the viewers want to know, how are you doing this week? I am doing okay. Just okay. Yeah. Uh, my week has been pretty busy. I can't believe it. it is Friday already. Um, honestly, I've been all over the place, but I'm super excited for the weekend as usual. Um, I love being off on the weekends. I didn't have that experience when I was working retail. Uh, so now that I'm off on the weekends, I actually look forward to them. Yay. And then just so you guys know, real time, we're recording this the day before Halloween. So mm -hmm. I took down my spooky setup because it's no longer Halloween in your time. Um, I used to look forward. No, did I ever look forward to the weekends? Way, 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 way back when. Uh, because as a dancer, when things were up and running, I worked most weekends because I would go to events or I'd have performances and such. Mm -hmm. And now in this pandemic, I don't have events, but I am a full-time student who just can't focus very well sometimes. And so my homework always gets done on the weekend as well. So I'm looking forward to Halloween. I also feel like this week went by like super fast, but was also mm -hmm. extremely busy. I was exhausted by yesterday. I like laid on this couch all day and I got work done, but I was just so, so, so tired. So I am excited for the weekend, excited for today and excited for you guys to join us on this podcast today. Yes. Uh, also another little key thing, the weather has changed guys. The weather has changed for us. It what definitely is chilly. I see you with, yes, I see you with your sweater. Um, my sweater's sitting over here, but you best believe I'm going to throw it on after this is over <laughs> because uh, I get cold very easily. Um, and I'm really excited because I like to hide in sweaters and feel just cozy. Um, so I've been super excited that the weather changed. So Yeah, I am not wearing a sweater just because it's sweater weather. Um the homes here in Pinole where we live are mm. older. And so most of the homes don't have insulation in them. My home being one of them. And I have a room in the front of the house and I have this beautiful big window, which is actually, if you guys have never noticed, for those of you watching, um, for those of you listening, there is this sunflower panel here. It's a blanket covering my window. <laughs> There's a lot of natural light that comes in, but it, it just doesn't go well, right? So um, my room is actually one of the coldest rooms. And so as soon as the weather changed, my nose has been sniffly ever since. And I've been wearing sweaters and socks and all of that good stuff because I'm cold yes I will say that too you're totally right about that because the two houses that I've lived you know in Pinole the two houses I've lived in um they have both been super cold and I also have um a window a big ass like a screen door and a big window here 
So there's a lot of like chilliness in this room. This house is very cold. Also. Oh yeah. So Constantly if your house has insulation, be thankful. Yes. Be thankful <laughs> because when the weather is extreme for California, because as y'all know, California is we don't we don't get snow. It does get pretty hot though. No mm. matter what, what it is outside is what it feels like inside. So be thankful if you have some be be give. Give thanks. Mm-hmm. I love it. For those of you, for those of you listening, I am holding a little pumpkin that says "Give thanks." It's part of my little it's a really cute pumpkin. I also love all the pumpkin decor in the back. It's really cute. Thank you. I don't Thank you. Most of these are mine. I stole this from the kitchen. Um, <laughs> my mom's probably wondering where the pumpkin went. It's it's in here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in here every time we record the podcast. Yes. I love it. I love it. Um, the one thing I do not love about this cold weather, though, is that um, I don't I, – because I'm always cold all the time. Um, I don't like when I, my wash days, when my hair is, like, wet. I feel like I am – it takes twice as long for me to, for my hair to dry. It takes me – like, I'm just so cold all the time. So that's the one thing I don't like is that, um, you know, since we're talking about hair today, uh, is wash day is way more complicated in the winter months, so getting to the colder months. I know yeah, wash day, if you don't blow dry your hair like myself, is mm-hmm. always potential to catch a cold. Yes. Always. So mm. I, I, yeah, I know that. I always get sick in the, in the winter. And most of the time it's because my, my wash day wasn't strategic enough to save me from being sick. Yeah, agree. That Speaking of like getting sick in the wet hair thing, um, as a kid, were you always told that? Were you told that like, Hi, you know, if you go to sleep with your hair wet, are you going to get sick? Yes, if you're going to go to sleep with your hair wet, you're going to get sick. And also, I have a neighbor um, who her son was, like, really good friends with my brother growing up. And Uh she used to always say, never go out when you washed your hair because Mm -hmm. you're going to get sick with, like, wet hair. And that, hell yeah, that is so – I don't know what the science is to that or if there's anything to it. But, like, yeah, no, 100%. Like, it just retained the cold and it just comes to my scalp. And I'm just always like (laughs) – you know, I have heard that before the leaving the house with wet hair. I also honestly, I've always gotten into the habit of washing my hair in the evening. Um, even as as a kid, I guess it's just uh, honestly, you know, 8am for school and everything. I couldn't, I couldn't wash my hair and get out the door. I've never had that as part of like, um, my costumbres. What is the word? Uh, what I'm used to. Yeah. Custom. What I'm used like to. your yeah. routine. Yeah. My routine, yes. Yeah, what I'm used to, yeah, I don't really have that as part of my routine is to like wash my hair in the morning and get out the door. I've never really had that because as a, as a child, too. like, yeah, as a child. I'm, I'm not a morning to- person. So it, I mean, it takes me a lot to wake up and I've accepted now that my circadian rhythm is just more of like in the evening. I try, but guys, like <laughs> I, I don't schedule anything before 10 a.m. because it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that I don't want to be there. It's that literally I will sleep through every alarm. I, I'm a little better at it now. I actually hear the alarms now, but before you could not get me to wake up. So I am I'm a night shower person or an afternoon shower. I do me like me an afternoon shower. It's just oh so refreshing. Um what what kind of showers? What kind of showers? When do you guys take showers? Are you yeah. a morning shower or an evening shower person? Yes. And are you an early bird or a night owl? Because I personally am an early bird. 8 a.m. classes have never uh, been a problem, even as a child. Like I mentioned, I just, uh, I used to live in San Francisco. 
uh, as a kid and went to elementary school in San Francisco. So you know how that is a lot of traffic. It's, you know, it's just really busy. And so we didn't really have time like that in the morning for my brother and I to both jump in the shower and then like get out at the door. It just wasn't happening. So I've always been like a, yeah, afternoon or evening uh, shower person. I've never um, washed my hair in the morning but yeah but speaking of like hair and uh childhood um so what was your hair like uh, as a child okay was it, starting from baby like what are your what the baby pictures you have what hair like do you have in those pictures okay my hair journey is interesting and you shall see why um as we go on with the journey but as a baby i was not born with a lot of hair i was i was the cutest damn baby you've ever seen um, but of course I'm biased. <laughs> no, but I was, I was, I was really cute. Um, my mom liked to dress me up and stuff like that. Not like they dress up kids now, but I didn't have a lot of hair. I did not have a lot of hair. Um, it took me forever to grow my hair out. This is the longest that my hair has been since I was maybe, no, I think this is longer than it was in high school, to be honest. Wow. Um, yeah. And, and since I was like six, I don't like long hair. I actually really want to chop it. Um, but I had short hair. And when I was a toddler was what really when you'd see my texture come through, or at least what I've seen in pictures, my mm -hmm. hair was like wavy, curly, like kind of like it is right now. I'm having a bad hair day, guys. Like I, I, I'm going <laughs> to no, wash my hair after this. It looks honestly. great. But like I have, I have these really nice, like, um, bigger, thicker curls that kind of look like someone did it with like, um with a curling iron. And that's kind of what my hair was. Um, it was wavy. It was thick. It was beautiful. Um, black hair. Um, and then my hair got longer and you see, okay. As a child, my mom, okay. So I love short hair, right? And that's a whole nother video. But, um, I say that because like my mom also had short hair. So, um, my mom isn't a girly girl. And so she didn't really know what to do with my hair. And um, there's a lot of really bad hair pictures of me as a really little one. Like my mom was not, I, I love you, mom. I love you. I know you tried, but oh, some of those pictures are so bad. My hair is just so frizzy and the pony, <laughs> if any pony that it's in is just really bad. <laughs> It's oh no my mom she tried but she also didn't have experience with it right like of course of course i am the only daughter i'm mm. one of four i have three brothers so don't mess with me um <laughs> they're very protective um mm. but yeah so my hair was like really frizzy and then when i was like seven um, my grandma and my tia Norma, may they both rest in peace. Why did I do that? I just like did like a peace sign thing. I'm sorry. I'm very awkward with things, but. <laughs> um, oh, it's until you said it. In all seriousness, may they rest in peace. They mm -hmm. uh, raised me. Um, and so they took care of me and my grandma didn't have long hair. She also had short hair. Um, and then my tia Norma is Afro-Latina actually. Mm -hmm. And she had curly beautiful curly ringlets like oh, wow it was beautiful textured hair so they did do my hair both mm -hmm. of them they would they would brush my hair though they would brush my hair they would put trenzas in my hair which trenzas mm -hmm. are braids 
um, and pull part of my hair back. Kind of like what I have right now. I have a half up, a very lazy half up, half down look. Mm -hmm. And that's what they would do, but they would put braids along the sides of my hair. And so my mom didn't know how to braid, but they did. And I didn't know either. And so they brushed my hair and my hair was a little bit longer. It's kind of a, a little shorter than it is right now. Uh, when uh -huh. it was long, it looked super frizzy because I'd brush it all the time. You know, like mm -hmm. I was taught you have to brush your hair. Cause like my mom's mm -hmm. hair isn't textured. My dad's hair is textured, mm -hmm. but my dad had short hair. I'm learning now his hair is, his hair is like what mine is. We have the same curls. He has not cut his hair all quarantine guys all pandemic so my dad wow. is like reliving his he grew up in the age of rock and roll and he had really long curly hair and so he right now is like living his best life his hair is just a little shorter than mine um and he's got some curls going on and I'm like okay. hey we have the same hair and he goes yeah my hair is curly and I was like dope <laughs> um, wow yeah so I have my mom's thickness except right now it's not so thick and I have mm -hmm. my dad's curls so my hair was just really frizzy because and I thought it was straight it was like kind of straight it had like a wave to it like a big uh -huh. wave but like I thought it was like basically straight um but I always had frizz which like mm -hmm. sucked so what like styles did you wear it in? I, mean, I know you just mentioned that your mom didn't really like do your hair. So how would you wear your hair to school? Um, would you just wear it down even with the frizz? <laughs> um, yeah, it, it got frizzier, I would say, in like, as I got older, but as, as a smaller kid, um, I... This is a whole nother podcast of hair length, but because my hair was shorter, I wore it down. I had bangs and I had like shoulder length hair, maybe slightly longer than shoulder length. So I didn't style it. I didn't really need to style it um, because there's not much you can do with short hair. So I would literally just brush it and go. Um, and yeah. my hair was really thick. So it like weighed my hair down. And so it was, yeah, it just, it seemed pretty straight. It had like a wave at the end, like they would flip out a little bit. Uh -huh. um, and I had the bangs. So there was no, there was no like texture in there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I, I weren't really basic. I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't girly guys. Like growing up, <laughs> I, I grew up with three brothers. Like, well, I mean, as a small child, it was just three of us. So it was two brothers. Um, but I wasn't girly, so I wasn't really into like having my hair in all these styles. And I can be a little tender-headed, so I don't like to. <laughs> oh, honestly, the whole bangs, I was living for it. You, know, you were like, oh, I had bangs. I was like, ah, because I always wanted bangs. I yeah. always wanted bangs as a kid. I didn't get bangs till way later. Never again. I'm never getting bangs again. Mm -mm. I had bangs oh. growing up all from like when I was like seven, eight, up until I was 17, maybe. And then I grew my bangs out. Never again. Never, 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 never again. They looked great on me. I, mm -hmm. I rocked the bangs. But as I stepped into my adulthood, I stepped out of bangs. And I'm happy with it. I like myself without bangs. I like to see That's interesting. I honestly, like, I would do it again. I had bangs. And sometimes I contemplate doing it again. But I'm always so indecisive. You know, I'm a Libra, guys. Uh, so, like, I'm super indecisive. I always have, like, commitment issues with with styles okay let me clarify that <laughs> and I'm an Aquarius so I have commitment issues in general <laughs> because I'm a free bird and I don't like to be tied down so I don't like to be tied down to banks because it takes a while to grow it out anywho what was what was your hair texture journey like when you were like what were, what did you look like when you were a little kid like a baby yeah 
so like I mentioned, I wanted bangs. So now, you know, I didn't have bangs. Um, in my baby pictures, my hair was very textured. I had little curly hair, not like ringlets, like you said, like, oh, that's so cute. But I know there was definitely some curl there. Um, there are a lot of uh, pictures of me um, as a baby, you know, as a baby or as a toddler, uh, dressed up in these like those fluffy dresses. My mom was one of those. Yeah. And the little mm -hmm. fluffy dresses and my hair being super cute and like curly or little ringlets in there or like just, there was definitely texture there. There was always texture there. And, um, I remember growing up as well. There was always little like texture at the ends. Um, the only problem was like you mentioned the frizz and like brushing it. That was something that was also taught to me that you need to brush your hair. Um, you know, you have long hair, you got to brush it. And, you know, as a kid, you don't really have that kind of gentleness that textured hair requires. So you literally take the brush and rip like through your hair. And that's what used to happen to me. I used to like rip through my hair and it would cause like this frizz. Actually, know? that's one place where um, my mom did succeed in. Um, yeah. I remember this so vividly. My mom didn't know a lot about hair, but she taught me how to brush my hair. And so I never, I've never, ever, ever ripped through my hair. I've never done that because my mom taught me. And to this day, I do it. Like you grab a section of hair and you hold it off and you brush from the bottom and then you take your hand up a little higher and then you brush a little higher and you take your hand up a little higher. And so that way you work from down up. So I, that was something my mom taught me. And I, I, I remember, I remember exactly when she taught me and I remember doing it to one side. I totally forgot about that. So Yes, I was taught yeah. to brush my hair, but I did get taught how to brush my hair. I was taught you have to just brush it or just that they needed to be brushed. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I just take the comb, rip through it, um, which was terrible. Also, you know, I like how you mentioned that your mom, yes, I love how you mentioned that your mom has, has always had short hair her whole life. Um, well, my, no, not always. When she was very young, she uh -huh. had long hair. I don't know when she cut it. I think in the 80s. Mm -hmm. um, because my mom was born in the, my mom's a Gen X and my dad's a baby boomer. Mm -hmm. um, and so my mom like grew up very much in the 80s and um, short hair started to be a fashion thing in the early 90s. So I think mm -hmm. late 80s or early 90s was when she was like, chop it off. And she rocks a pixie cut, dude. Like my mom, I love, I love it. Right now she's like also dying because her hair is long. We're both like, our hair is so long. And it's like, everyone else would probably look at it and be like, is it? Like, it's really short. And we're like, no, I consider your hair short hair. still. Yeah. I love short hair. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and like I mentioned, like with my, my mom um, also, well, you know, she went through stages with her hair as well, but for the majority of her life, um, she's had long hair, um, you know, with the whole, you know, the, what, the trends that come and go, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like uh, they have the, like, I, there's pictures of my mom with her hair like in that blown out style. You know, like when I'm talking mom about had that big, what's that? It's like 80s, right? Like, yeah, big blown out. That is yeah. so cool. Yes, she has it, the hair like this. And it looks really good because another thing too with my mom and me, we have a lot of hair. There's like enough hair in here for like two wigs. Me and my mom have a lot of hair and we both wear it long because my mom, funny how we emulate that with our mothers. Uh, my mom has always, majority of her life, had long hair. She did have a pixie cut. I mean, like you said, in the 90s, I, there was pictures of my mom with short, shorter hair. Um, I think it's a pixie cut or I can't remember if it's shoulder length, but I know it's a shorter cut on her. And she did have like some kind of like bangs going on, which is really cute. Um, but for the most part, I remember my mom with long hair, with long black 
dark hair and my mom's hair has always been also has texture in it um and it has way more texture than mine uh it has a very tight wave pattern there are no really like big curls but i'd say there's a lot of tight waves that start like at the root of her head and um a lot of like frizz my mom is known for having poofy hair my mom's hair is poofy and everywhere she's ever gone to like any salon they always comment on my mom's hair. They always comment on how like big and like it is. It's just her natural texture. Um, and so as a baby, you know, as I was a child, I had, um, you know, my hair when it was like growing out of my head, it was really soft, you know, like baby hair is very soft and it did curl. But as it got longer, it became more coarse and way more thick because, you know, it began growing out. And uh, that's when I have also bad pictures of like, of like or pictures of bad hair. <laughs> Because uh, my hair was always done. Um, that is one thing that I was taught that I guess my, I don't know if my outfits were always on point as a child, but my hair was. Uh, my hair was always done. My grandma always did my hair. Um, and if not my grandma, my mom did. And it was either like, you know, in little colas or I don't know what we call pigtails? them. Little colas. Pigtails? Like, yeah, pigtails is always like this or like I do the style now. Like it's like this and two little ones, like half up, half down. That's literally what most of my hair was like the majority of the time. Or it was in trenzas. My grandma would do two braids for me. And that's the style that I know she did for my mom too uh, when she would go to school. So that was usually it. Or I would have like a half up thing. But in order to get into these hairstyles, you had, they were brushing it. So by the time I got to school, my hair was like big and like poofy and so frizzy. <laughs> so frizzy. My, um, my parents or like my mom and my grandma never put any product in my hair. Uh, any product. They all, they like just slick it down with some water and by the time I got to school it was really like frizzy <laughs> but they never put any gel oh that what they did put in though and this is like a I will refer to this later um they did put in this hair oil uh that is very popular amongst Salvadorans if any Salvadorans are listening or watching y'all know what I'm, about, what I'm about to say it's called sapuyulo and it comes in this little bottle like this with a red cap and uh it is essentially it's just a hair oil but everybody uses that all textures everybody always uses that to smooth your hair down that was the only thing that was ever put in my hair was sapuyuno um it was put on my ends to kind of tame the frizz but it really didn't do anything <laughs> so yeah, I but i mean have, it, it i didn't shine. actually have much product put in even when my abuelita and my tia norma were doing my hair they they didn't really use any products um i was like my product hair journey didn't really start until middle school actually Honestly, I'd say same. Um, also, guys, if you heard that sound, <laughs> my clothes have just went flying when I grabbed my drink. Uh, <laughs> that's what that sound was. I am so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Last week, I spilled the chai everywhere. So, you know. <laughs> I remember. But... <laughs> Yeah, uh, all of this, there's like a whole bunch of movement here today. Um, but yes, in middle school, I will say this. Yeah, in middle school, um, I also began like my product and began styling my hair on my own because, you know, that's when, you know, halfway through elementary school, my grandma stopped doing my hair, my mom did. And I was just kind of left alone to do whatever with it. And at this point, I had decided to like grow it out um, because we I had moved from San Francisco to Richmond. And my friend circle changed. <laughs> I essentially grew up all around uh, in the beginning of like my childhood. I grew up around a lot of Latinos and they had like textured hair. A lot of my friends were um, also bilingual. They were majority Mexican. Uh, I seldom knew anyone else that was Salvadoran, let alone Central American or anything. I think maybe I had one Guatemalan friend. Um, but besides that, everybody was essentially Mexican and their hair, their hair texture was like 
different and their hair colors were different. It was, I guess, a variety of what their hair looked like. Um, and then I moved to Richmond um, half, you know, like in third grade. And uh, my friend circle changed. There wasn't a lot of, I mean, there was a lot of Latinos, but not in the, I didn't really gravitate to them um, in my friend circles. And so I grew up with around a lot of um, Asians um, and a lot of my friends were Asian and they had this beautiful, long, dark hair that I just loved. I've always been somebody who um, unfortunately has been really bad in personal space. Even as a child, I used to just go up and be like, oh, touch their hair and they would let me. And uh, I loved it. I loved how- What was like, their hair texture like? It was, oh, it was straight. It was straight mm-hmm. and silky and long and thick. That was, that was one thing that I could relate to them on is that their hair was very thick. Um, so that, I would always play with them. Was that something you wanted when you saw their hair? Like, did you yes. want your hair to be thick, silky, and straight? Yes. That's what's, honestly, that's what's made me grow out my hair. Because for the most of my life, my hair was like mid-length. It wasn't long like this. It was mid-length. And then I saw my Asian friends and they all had long hair, long, straight, silky hair. And I would play with it and run my fingers through it. And they had no frizz. And I was like, I want to grow my hair out. So I remember that I told my mom, I was like, I want to grow my hair out. And she was like, okay. And to my disappointment, when I grew my hair out, as long as, not even as long, longer than theirs, it was not the same. I remember and, because I think when you, uh-huh. when we met, you had really long hair, right? It was very long. I think yeah. my goal at that time was that I wanted to be able to sit on my hair. <laughs> I never got to the goal. I, I never got there. I can never understand that, but that's just because I have a love for um, short hair. But mm-hmm. I think um, my my hair, like with my hair length, has always fluctuated. But at that time, I remember that I was like, I want to be able to sit on my hair, and I also wanted to have longer hair than my friends. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I want my hair to be long enough for me to sit on. Never got there, but and also the hair, once it got long, it was not the same. Like I mentioned, it was not that my friends' hair, and I was like, oh, why is their hair different? What and was different that, about it? It was mine. Was like we talk about frizzy. Um, I could not run my fingers through it as easily as I could theirs. I would try, and my hair would get like stuck. And like, as you know, textured hair is making me cringe. I'm like, don't do that. Um, I would rake my hair, and I'd be like, wow. So like, and it just was not the same. It didn't have the same feel. I could feel this like coarseness when I would do this that I didn't feel on theirs, mm-hmm. and it was very like different to me. And I just couldn't wrap my head around it at that time. That I was like, wait our hair is black and our hair is thick why is it not the same mm-hmm. and it was just kind of like a I guess to, to me like a disappointment thing um and then it, it only further <laughs> went on when I got bangs I ended up getting bangs I think in fifth grade and uh you mentioned you had bangs and your bangs would lay perf- like, you know pretty straight mine didn't My, every time that I have short little pieces they tend to curl kind of weird ways mm-hmm. or flip out and so my bangs did that and I was just so upset because my friends also had bangs. They had bangs and their, their bangs laid straight. Mine didn't. And they were always poofy and frizzy. So I grew my bangs out um, at that time. And then later I My bangs actually swooped. <laughs> so like my, that, because my hair is like um, wavy, my hair uh-huh. swooped out to the side. Um, so mm-hmm. I couldn't really do the straight across bangs that people do. I mm-hmm. could only manage that for like a few weeks and then they just would kind of want to swoop. So I always did side sweat bangs because my hair would just naturally swoop because it was wavy, but I had like no clue. And actually, as you were talking about running your fingers through your hair, uh-huh. I 
discovered that I have grown up on detangling spray. If that was not an indicator <laughs> for me having textured hair, my mom yes. was like, your hair is just so tangly, right? My hair tangles so easy and it's because mm-hmm. it has texture. It's trying to curl, right? It's trying to go back to its natural state. But I yeah. never knew that. I thought my hair was just like straight and thick and poofy, mm-hmm. like with a swoop. I didn't realize, mm-hmm. I, I grew up thinking like, why was my hair curly wavy and it's not anymore? I was like, oh, I guess that just happens when you grow up, your hair just goes straight. <laughs> and it, the reason I thought that was a thing was because my brother, who's a year younger than me, mm-hmm. he was like basically blonde. He had like brown blonde hair as a baby and his hair is black now it is black so I'm like your hair transformed so my hair was curly and now it's not but like if that was not a big indicator I've always had detangling spray like I still do because whenever I brush my hair even with like that technique it just it you can't I can't just like you said I can't rake my fingers through because Mm -mm. my hair keeps trying to curl but I always like I even used to carry mini brushes with me. That's what was in, if you guys watched our first episode of our podcast, we talked about my purse, the infamous purse and bags that I was always carrying. There was always a little, um, like a foldable brush. My mom had bought those for me all the time because my hair would just tangle all of the time, all of the time. Honestly, the foldable brush, Sarah, when you said that, I was like, there's actually one in one of these bins right here. Um, Why do I have that? I have no idea. I don't even brush my hair. Uh, That's like literally one of my biggest secrets now. I don't brush my hair, guys. It has been said right here on Chai's and Cheese, man. I don't brush my hair. (laughs) I don't anymore. Um, I don't anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I will, I guess, detangle it, but I do not brush my hair like in a daily like I did before. Um, So, yeah, like again, we talked about like middle school and when the products began. what products did you use in middle school? What was that like? What did you do? What did you do with your hair actually? Oh my God. Okay. So middle school is where we start to uncover without knowing that my Mm -hmm. hair is textured. And we'll get into why not knowing. But anywho, I remember that I was just like, okay, like I really need to make sure my hair looks good because like, you know, boys and all of that stuff. <laughs> I was very, I was, I was just like, I was one of those kind of te- preteens, teenagers, mm-hmm. like 13. And I remember there was a ton of commercials on TV for mm-hmm. Garnier. And I was like, oh my God, they all look so great. I have to have it, right? And it's like just some drugstore brand. But I was just like, I want my hair to look like that. So I made my mom take me to the store. And the packaging also, like the packaging, even to this day, I'm just like, oh, for the time, it was beautiful. I loved it. The greens, the mm, it's just my- Bright green? Yeah, girl, I love me some color. But I mean, yeah, I love me some color. Anywho, I got Garnier and that stuff fucked up my hair. It did. Garnier's a scam. <laughs> it's when you said to- Garnier, hmm? my I got like some, when you said Garnier, when you Garnier, I don't know how you're saying it. Garnier? <laughs> when you said that, mm-hmm. yes, Garnier. Um, when you said that, I got some Civil War flashbacks. I was like, I had to look up. I was looking down. I was like, I remember. That's like infamous for ruining people's hair. Oh my like, god! Because they talked story. their whole niche was that it was for frizzy hair. The idea was that you wouldn't have frizzy hair, right? And I was like, my hair starting to frizz, right? Because like my hair always had a little bit of frizz, but let me tell uh-huh. you, my hair was awful, 
awful when I had Garnier because it, what happened was like, everyone being like, okay, I'm using Garnier. It's going to be great. Right. And at first I didn't really notice, notice because I was just in this la la land that like, (laughs) but eventually I was just like, that's not right. Because I had, my hair was down, right? Again, thick Mm -hmm. and black, beautiful, thick and black hair. But there was this layer, like about half an inch to an inch around my entire head of hair of frizz that did not exist before. I mean, I did always have frizz, but there was consistently a layer of frizz. Like if you looked at my hair, it was like my hair and then a layer of frizz all the way around from the top to the bottom. It was awful. It looked so bad and it would even get picked up in some pictures. Like it was, it was really awful. So that's when I was just like, this is just not working. I don't know how long I used it, maybe for a year because I was just like, I don't know. I was in some delusional world that it wasn't the product. It was my hair, you know, until I was just always are in that delusion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I, Mm -hmm eventually started um, switching up shampoos, right? And so I started switching up shampoos until I found one that worked for me. And I actually did. I did. I did get my my frizz down into, into high school. Because again, I didn't use a lot of products or anything like that in middle school. Middle school was when my product journey began and it began with the type of shampoo. Because before mm-hmm. that, I was using the shampoo that every kid used. It's, you know, that shampoo bottle. It's the one that's like shaped like a fish. It's orange. It's blue. I have no clue. L'Oreal, I think. Or was it? Oh, it was L'Oreal. I was just going to say, I really don't know what brand that is, but I was using that. And so like, you know, I wasn't really using a lot of products and I started to in middle school because Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, I need to like get my hair thing on point. Um, And so, yeah, so I like, I, I was doing that. And it started with shampoo. And then once Garnier wasn't working, before I think I switched off of Garnier, I started buying pomades or things like for frizz, also from Garnier, thinking if I need to get there. I started to think, well, maybe it's not working because I'm only using the shampoo and the conditioner. And so like, I need their oil and this, like it's a whole package. Like they sold me. They sold me because I didn't know crap about hair and neither did my mom. So it was just like, mom, my hair looks bad. I need this too. And so that's what kind of started it. And I will say the oil that they had did work. I did like it. The serum, their serum was good that's why it's like a whole thing. Like that was such a scam. Um, yeah. but eventually I realized what was making, what was causing the problem was the shampoo. Cause I think one day they didn't have my shampoo. And so mm-hmm. I had to buy a different one and my hair was different. And I was like, uh Oh, it's the shampoo. I think it was like a Pantene brand. It still wasn't the best, but like slowly I actually get into high school and uh-huh. I'm just going to lump these two together because I don't have much of a hair journey up until yeah. actually recently. But uh-huh. into high school was when I started sw- playing with, with shampoos. Like every uh-huh. month, every other month, I would switch shampoos because I was like, okay, I need to figure out what's going to work for me. And eventually, I actually did find a shampoo that worked for me that I really, really loved. And that was the um, Herbal Essence. I really, really loved Herbal Essence, which is hilarious because it's not even very expensive. But for me and my hair, oh, it made my volume so beautiful. And it was the 
they had this like hydration brand that was like when huh? you look at the bottle, it looked like ribbons and it looked like this like creamy and then this like glossy color. And I had the purple one, which was like oh, wow. orchid or something. Smelled uh-huh. amazing. And my hair, it helped with my hair's volume. It reduced the frizz a lot and mm-hmm. it gave me back some of my texture. Still not realizing I had texture. I had just like these big, like beautiful, like wave swoops. My swoops were tan- Mm, I used like to just call my hair because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, no, for real. I used to call my hair swoopy because I didn't know that it could curl. Um, I didn't think it could. I just was like, your hair is just swoopy like your mom's because um, my mom's hair is swoopy. She doesn't have texture. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, so this this brand just did wonders for my hair and I was still using like some serums. I think I was still using mm-hmm. the Garnier serum. Um, I had hairspray like the just like I didn't, I didn't know anything about like hair. So I mm-hmm. was just going off of what I saw in commercials and I would buy those products. And so I'd have the crunchy stuff and like, I would see girls like scrunching their hair mm-hmm. and I didn't understand how they did it. I would try right. and it just did not work. And mm-hmm. then I learned that some girls are really just using a whole tube of gel. And I was like, that cannot be good for your hair. Like it looked good. I'm not going to say that I didn't want it. I wanted it. I remember seeing a bunch of girls in middle school with that crunchy scrunched hair. And I was like, mm-hmm. I want it. And I tried it. Did not work. Um, but what I did use a lot was I used mousse. I used mm-hmm. like herbal essences mousse. And that, that made my hair um, interesting. It was fine. It worked out well. I don't really use mousse so much these days anymore, but it, I did mm-hmm. use it before and I liked it because I didn't like the crunchiness of like gel and hairspray. Yeah. And I only used hairspray when I would like do like braids. And um, I got into braiding in um, high school. I'm self-taught mm-hmm. in braiding because again, my mom doesn't really know how to do like hairstyles and that's totally okay. So uh-huh. I taught myself how to be girly. I taught myself how to do makeup and I taught myself how to do my hair. And I like, because in those days, like, yes, there was YouTube, but not everybody was watching it. And I didn't yeah. start watching YouTube until maybe my senior year or my uh-huh. junior year. So I didn't know to look online for tutorials. I was, this was still in the era of like someone teaches you or you just figure it out. So I remember I used to sit there and I used to think about what a French braid looked like. And then I was like, okay, so like, I'm imagining that they're just picking up more and more. And, and I would sit and I would practice because I loved the way it looked, but, um, my tia Norma was no longer really living with us at that time. And -hmm. neither was my abuelita. And we didn't really have too many people in the home at this time or women in the home. Cause I've always lived with family from Peru in our house up until now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I taught myself, I taught myself because I didn't, I didn't know anyone who could teach me and I really wanted to be able to do braids, like kind of like how I have my hair half up now, I would braid a half of it and, and I would do like these cute little, um, twists and, and I taught myself how to fishtail. So that's kind of where my hair journey went. I just had no clue that my hair was textured. It just, I thought it was swoopy. So I just, I braided, I braided and I braided and I braided some more. (laughs) did you heat style I straightened it a lot Mm -hmm. I did I straightened I straightened my hair a lot that's when like everybody was straightening their hair and Mm -hmm. so like because like now I don't feel like people straighten it as much um but I did have a curling iron and I did straighten my hair I actually burnt my hair off for junior prom (laughs) which is a whole other story but 
But yeah, I did have a straightener. Oh, I had a crimper. I totally forgot. I got a crimper. And so I would crimp my hair and I really, really <laughs> liked that. So I did, I did heat style it. I brushed my hair every day and I would either braid it or like sometimes I would heat style it. Not always to school though. I didn't have the patience for that. If anything, I would straighten it because it was so easy to do. Of course, I didn't necessarily do it right. I did it like the lazy way and I would just like run my hands through the hair and just like because my hair was already mostly straight like the swoopiness wasn't too intense um it was Mm -hmm. easy it was easy to I could I it didn't take a lot for me to straighten it yes that is the key thing of like wavy hair is that even hair like I mean if I ran a straightener through this right now this would be kind of hard but if you do brush it out and then like pass the straightener through it does uh straighten pretty easily and that's just the versatility of of wavy hair and I didn't realize that either um because same in middle school high school I started experimenting with products as well or products as well and shampoos you know what's funny is that you mentioned that every month you were changing um shampoos now guys here's a confession since if you guys have been listening since our very first episode you guys know I was I had a radar out for Daniela always that switching shampoos thing I heard you talk about that heard you keyword really you talking to me yep and then I actually started doing that I was like well Daniela does that <laughs> oh my god yes. that's so funny yes oh my god I heard you talk about it and I was like huh I'm gonna write that one down <laughs> and I started switching my shampoo every month or whenever I would finish I would try a new one and yep I managed to circle around to Garnier and like I mentioned that ruined my hair. It totally sold you on the frizz stuff. Their serum was good and I liked the smell of the products, but man, did that have my hair so messed up. So messed up. It was the worst my hair had been. And then it was so hard to, you know, repair it. Yeah. Yes. If Garnier got your hair fucked up as a child, comment below. Comment yeah. below. Tell us your Garnier uh, horror story because everybody has one. That's why when I said, when you said it, I was like, I know that name. Yeah. And so essentially it happened to me too. Um, And I also cycled through a whole bunch of other ones. A lot of the things that I looked for in shampoos as well and products were to sleek, like anything that was smooth, sleek, to, you know, tame my frizz. That was my biggest thing. Also, like I mentioned, my mom has really big frizzy hair too. And uh, her products in her, like in the shower were always that too. So I assumed that's what I should be doing is probably trying to tame this frizz. Um, So that's what I was always doing. I wasn't really, um, hashtag strict parents. Um, I wasn't really allowed to like heat style my hair in high school. I'm not sorry, not high school, excuse me, middle school. Um, and so straightening was not in the, like was not part of something that I did. Um, so I would try to just like brush my texture out and, um, try to tame that fraziness. And I just had bad hair. So like I mentioned with the long hair earlier, um, when I was disappointed with the way my hair turned out or was when it was long, I didn't really know what to do with it. So I very much wore my hair in a ponytail all the time. I had this long hair and I wore it in a low pony all the time. And then in the Oh, I remember became, that. I very huh? thick hair too. Because I very remember your thick. pony was always like so thick. And I was just like, how'd she do that? <laughs> I mean, like, obviously it's just your hair, but like, it's I used to remember, hair, yeah. like, I wished my pony was that thick. <laughs> it was a really, I was a long pony. It was a really low pony and I would wear it like that. And um, that was all I really did. And in middle school, same. I didn't know what to do with my hair. I thought it was like ugly and frizzy. So I, the ponytail evolved into wearing it into a clip. So I would just twist it and put it into a clip. And if you met me in middle school, you know that hairstyle. Because I wore it like that every single day. I think until eighth grade, I chopped it. I finally cut it. 
um, I remember that I was like, I'm just, I never do anything with it. So I cut it mid-length. And when I cut it mid-length, that's when some texture started coming through because it took some of the weight off. Um, so it like made it kind of like text, like texture up in some areas, but not completely. And so some days my hair would swoop, would be like all swoop too as well. It would flip out and be all, you know, like I didn't like it. Um, and then other days it would kind of lay in these nice little waves. Um, but I didn't like it because what was in at that time was straightening your hair. And yeah. what was I not allowed to do was straighten my hair. Yeah. I actually, I didn't grow up with that many people with wavy curly hair like you were talking about earlier i grew up with the latinas that had straight hair because my yeah. mom's side of the family they have straight hair straight hair i mean honestly if my cousins are in the correct me if i'm wrong but like it's straight it's straight for the most part. it's thick but it's it's pretty straight nobody has curly hair and the mm -hmm. girls that i grew up with in elementary school that were latinas um also had straight hair there wasn't a lot of girls with curly hair so Damn. it made it even bigger for straight hair to be like the beauty norm. And in, in what this was like, especially middle school, 2007, 2008, 2009, mm -hmm. I think up until I would even say 2000, I think all of the period that we were in middle school yeah. to high school, 2007 to 2012, uh, giving away our age a little bit. I don't give a fuck. Uh -huh. um, but I don't care either. <laughs> straight hair was just like beautiful. And if you curled your hair, if your hair was curly, it needed to be heat styled curly. Yes. Because naturally curly hair wasn't perceived as beautiful as it actually is. Yeah. Honestly, same. I had friends, um, you know, then eventually. Even though I will say, sorry, even though I will say, I always really wanted to have curly hair like some of those girls. I remember I'd see how curly their hair was and I'd be like, it's so pretty. Like, and I remember seeing how much they hated their hair and I just felt so bad for them because I was like, but your hair is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. But I can understand that all of society and maybe even at home, they were being told that their hair was not beautiful. And I cannot yeah. even imagine what that felt like because I didn't know that my hair was curly. So I, I never had that. I just like, I just thought my hair was straight because I brush it all the time. So I never had anyone telling me my hair was ugly because we didn't really know my hair was straight because my brother had such a hair transformation that mm -hmm. like my parents were just like, this is just a thing that happens to children. <laughs> like their hair just completely transforms. And that's not really what happened to me. They just brushed it five times a day. No, I'm like, same. Honestly, yeah, with the whole hair. Yes, agreed. Um, because definitely having curly hair, that kind of curly hair that's in ringlets and spirals is a whole different experience than wavy hair. My hair is wavy at best. Um, but I would say that definitely like having hair, because I had friends like that too, who had curly, beautiful hair, beautiful. you know, that was just curly and they all around. Hair. Yeah. And like I mentioned, like, and the thing is in my family too, or just in Salvadoran culture, other Salvadorans watching, um, there's a term too that we use for people with curly hair. It's called colocha, colocho. And that's somebody who has curly, beautiful hair. And if you have that curly, beautiful hair, you most likely are known as la colocha, el colocho. You're known as that. And so I remember my friend who I brought home, you know, the, my family knew her as like, oh, la colocha, because her hair was just so beautiful. Yeah. And so I will say that too, with the hair, I always wanted that because I'm like, oh, at least their hair, like, you know, at least their hair, like they know their hair is curly. Like my hair is this weird in between, like it's kind of straight, but it swoops. Like, why can't it just be straight? And I used to think that all the time. I yeah. wanted it to either be really curly or be straight. I wanted yeah. my hair to desire. Um, I'm going to be so yeah. honest. 
And mm-hmm. I'm going to be so, so honest because I remember I really loved their hair, but I could also feel their struggle because I remember I used to Dang. think, I used to think because, because the norm was strain your hair or heat curl your hair, not mm-hmm. natural curl, heat curl your hair. I remember mm-hmm. I used to think it makes me sad, but I also understand why they hate their hair because yeah. I can only imagine the amount of work that would go in to not just straighten, but to straighten your hair and then recurl it in yeah. like thicker curls that are acceptable. Like the amount yes. of time that that would, it took me forever to curl my hair and my hair is mm-hmm. not hard to curl. Even as it's wavy curliness that it is, like it is not is hard to curl. Whereas mm-hmm. someone who has to complete, cause like someone with very, very textured hair, that must be yes. so difficult. And I remember thinking like, damn dude like no wonder they hate their hair I wish that but like now reflecting back I'm like you know what like they should have never had to feel that way like why I just I hate I I do really hate that media and society has a huge influence on what is perceived beautiful and that there is a standard for beauty I absolutely hate that because I firmly believe that everyone is beautiful everyone is beautiful because we're unique and we look different and we have different things to offer and bring. Mm -hmm. And, and it's so funny to me because I always, people will be really insecure about things. And I'm like, honestly, I think that's like so beautiful on you. Mm -hmm. Like, like I, I I don't have much brows and like people are always so insecure about how fluffy their brows are. And Mm -hmm. I, if you take a picture of me with flash photography, I, these are drawn on obviously because these are red, but, <laughs> but if you take a picture of flash photography, the inner corners disappear because I don't have, I don't grow a lot of hair on my body. And so my eyebrows are included in that. So I hate my hairless hairs where I see people with thick, beautiful brows. And I'm like, wow, your brows are so beautiful. And they're like, what? I wish I had your brows. And we're just constantly bonding what the other person has because of like the perception that media has given us about ourselves and that we're not enough. And hair texture definitely falls into that. And it just makes me so sad to think that people really grew up hating their hair. But I mean, I think we can all relate to growing up hating a part of us and even as adults still hating a part of us because it's so deeply embedded ingrained you get told every day that your hair is ugly that your skin is ugly that this is ugly Mm -hmm. it's hard to dismantle and unlearn that no your hair is not ugly your hair is beautiful because it's your hair and it is just it's just this it's it's yours and it's and it's whether it's straight, wavy, curly, whatever, it's fucking beautiful. I love seeing the variety of hairs because if we all have the same hair, if we all look the same, what is the beauty in that? Yeah, I definitely agree. How do we stand out and become our own person rather than this mold of everyone? Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with you. I think it definitely is something that society puts on you and just people, what you see is, you know, reflected. Like I mentioned, we seldom saw you know, we did see people who, of course, if you do have curly hair, um, you really can't, unless you really have to get up really early, straighten it all the time. They had no choice but to wear their hair naturally. But if you notice in their special occasions, like for prom, et cetera, et cetera, it'd be straightened. And so it kind of, it made me feel sad that like, oh, I feel sad that like, you know, society has told you that for a special occasion, you got to straighten your hair or heat style it. Their hair was beautiful regardless. And so I think that was always something that I saw too as well. And I struggled with a lot with my hair with the, I never knew and had any kind of like, 
I didn't really feel that my hair was beautiful either when my hair was, you know, whether it was textured, whether it was straight, I never really liked my hair. I always hated my hair. And I always went through a series of like cutting it and cutting it in different styles or doing, getting bangs, you know, growing my bangs out. I was always up and down all around with my hair um, because I was always trying to feel beautiful in my hair. Always. I was all, and I could never find that acceptance. I could never find that like, um, oh, my hair looks great. I just, either it was too textured for me. Like I mentioned, my hair used to kind of like fall in these waves and I used to hate it because straight hair was the norm. And we're not the norm, but like what I wanted to emulate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like when it was straight, I didn't like it because it was never fully straight because um, I also did heat style and I did what you said that I would be like, you know, grab sections and like just do that and probably looked bad. But back then I thought I was doing something and that was just what was in. Also, um, another thing too, because uh, I mentioned before in that, I think it's our first video that I went through a little dark phase um, where I was like, I want to say emo. Like I said, I don't know if I will classify it as emo, but whatever I was going through. Um, like I noticed all the girls like who listen to like metal or whatever, or anyone in that scene kind of like style, they all had straight hair. There was no curly hair. So I felt like, oh, well, like wavy hair. Oh nothing. yeah. Yeah. It was that. And I remember I tried to get that haircut too. It just Same. <laughs> Like the one that was like shorter to like long yep. so it's like there was some volume at the top but it was like yeah. super like no volume at the bottom uh-huh yeah I try to do it too and like someone should have told us you can't really do that with hair that's like textured and stuff but like same but also, I try to do it too I didn't know my hair was textured. I didn't know either. And I was like, maybe it's just their haircut that makes their hair look like that. So I got, I tried to get a haircut like that and nope, it was, it was just not good. So I ended up just chopping all my hair off. Just took the hair out of the equation, um, junior year, senior year, cut it all off. It was really short. Um, that was one, probably one of the like random impulse decisions I ever made was to just cut it. And it was okay. To be honest, when my hair is short, it lays pretty straight. It just is kind of poofy. My hair was very poofy then. And so that also made me hate it. So then that like brings us into like, now that you mentioned all this society and accepting your hair and everything, um, that leads me to, to present day. Um, yeah, in present day, I also definitely experimented, have, have experimented with a lot of hair um, styles, haircuts and hair colors. You know, I, was, I had the whole ombre thing going on uh, for a while. And I also, again, searching for that, Oh, I want to feel pretty. I want my hair. I want to look at my hair and thing, or I want to feel like, I want to feel like I came out of a commercial. I want to feel like, wow, her hair looks so great. And I was always looking for that. And it hasn't been until like recently that I was just kind of like, I had this moment, like maybe three years ago where I was just like two, three years ago, where I was just like, you know what? I feel like in order to feel beautiful, I keep relying on things, whether that is makeup, whether that was all these styles that I was always constantly trying on my hair, whether I was like, I could never just walk out of my house and feel beautiful. I always needed to put in like hours of effort to feel beautiful. I never let anyone take pictures of me if my hair was not done. I, you know, if my hair was not done, up in a bun. No question about it. Nobody would see my hair. Um, except it was like on wash day, then you would see it. But like if I was gonna go out or take pictures or something, no, my hair needed to be done. I didn't feel beautiful. And that's when I began to realize, like, no, I think that I am like relying too much on external things to give me that, like, oh, I wanna feel like I have beautiful hair just because I have beautiful hair. I don't want to feel like I need to put in like, you know, 
straighten it, then recurl it and do all these things to make myself feel like I have beautiful hair. Um, so that's at that time that I, this, I was having these thoughts. My hair was long. Well, because I grew it out eventually. Well, no, actually, no, it was not. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I did have it long for a while. Then I cut it to about like a little bit, like a shoulder length kind of thing. And then it was a little bit of like a bob, uh, a long bob. And, um, and I always straightened it. I always straightened it or curled it or heat styled it. And like I said, at work or at school, my hair was up if it was not done. And yeah, though, there's, not a lot of pic- there's not a lot of pictures from that period of time in my life because I never, seldom had time to do that. And then I realized, you know what? I don't want, I just, I want, I don't want to lean on any crutches. I want to feel like, damn, I look good just because I think I feel good. Not because my hair is like making me like look better or whatever. So um, I went to my dear friend and the person who cuts my hair and the only person who ever touches my hair aside from myself, um, Karina. So Karina, if you're listening, hey. <laughs> um, so she cut it for me. Um, she had been cutting it and dyeing it for at, at this time. And I always tell people that uh, she was born to do hair. The minute she touched it, my hair was different. My hair was growing. Um, it wasn't as hard, you know, to manage. She did something. She did something. It just was, it was she always took really, you know, she always gave me exactly what I wanted. And, uh, you know, I ended up just being like, hey, I know this is kind of crazy. <laughs> just cut it all off. Although just cut it all off and dye it as, you know, just dye the blonde out. Yeah. So I ended up just like cutting all of my hair off and uh, dyeing it almost closest to uh, my natural shade. And uh, I tried, I really did try to um, love my hair or just wash my hair and go. And I hated it. I really did. It was very much what I was experiencing back in, uh, in high school, middle school, frizz. There's a lot of frizz. And I was just like, oh, this is not going to work. And so I started looking online because um, the problem with my hair at this length was that it would do the flip thing. And I was like, why does my hair do that? Like, why does it just not delay the way it's supposed to? And so I started Googling. And that's when I looked, found some stuff that was like, I literally typed in, why does my hair do this? <laughs> and uh, I found like a thing that was like saying that if your hair flips at like the ends, it means that there's texture in it. And I was like, what? And it suddenly made sense to me because I was like, all right, because my bangs did that. And I always had to straighten my bangs or any little short pieces in the front like this. They always need to be like straightened or something because they flip all kinds of weird ways because I couldn't, I never had straight hair. I was like, huh. And so then I started and I started to look more into that. And I came across, you know, the natural hair community. And uh, I was like, oh, maybe I should try these, these, this method out. And I tried out the curly girl method. Um, for anyone wondering that's watching or even listening, if you guys also follow that method, my classification for my hair would probably be 2A, 2B, just just in case <laughs> you guys won't be like, oh, what hair type do you have? Yeah, it's 2A, 2B. That's what I finally learned to classify. What does 2A, 2B mean? Um, so what it means is essentially just anything that's in the two realm, it means that it is uh, like a wave and not a curl because my hair does have a couple of spirals in there, um, but it is not a curl like the little ringlets. It's not that. So it's definitely very much in the wavy. So it's type two hair for, for sure. And 2A is when they're looser and two, you know, just the higher you go on the 
the letters, A, it's A, B, C, it's the tighter the curl is. So 2A is just your basic loose, loose waves. And 2B is like kind of like in between tight and like loose. Um, and then there's 2C, which is probably what my mom has. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Um, in the background, if you guys happen to catch someone singing in the distance, that would be my father acting a fool and he is like shouting. I don't think you guys can actually catch it, but if you do, that's why I'm cracking up. Go on. That's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. <laughs> okay, God. So we'll see. We'll see. Um if later pick you know I hear it. Um but anywho. I was um yeah and then 2C is like probably what my mom has, which is really tight waves. And so um yeah and also I think thickness has some factor to play in that, but I'm not sure how to me- you know measure that thickness in my hair. My hair is just really thick. Mm-hmm. So that's you know what I end up finding out that my hair was probably that. I just didn't know. So I ended up following the curly girl method. And although it is meant for curly hair, it was supposed to work for wavy hair as well. And uh, I started recommending to me to not use shampoos with sulfates and no silicone and to do all these things. And I committed to it. I got my shampoos and I was like, all right, I'm not going to use these. And that's, you know, basically here comes the answer from the universe. Why Garnier fucked up all of our hairs. There's a lot of sulfates in that. Yeah. That's why I fucked up our hairs. And so, um, I, you know, I checked all of my shampoo bottles, all of my products, they all had silicone, they all had all these kinds of things. And I was like, damn. So I just bought all new products and started washing my hair with that. And the biggest thing for me, at least the biggest thing that has like come from this is that silicones are just bad for my hair because my hair gets really weighed down because it's like, it's like already really heavy. So when I put silicone uh, in my hair, in case you guys don't know what silicone is, silicone is essentially like what it sounds like, like plastic. And it like coats, coats your hair. So in textured hair, when it coats it that way, it kind of tends to like weigh it down because it's like plastic. And so that's what ended up happening. Once I eliminated silicone from my hair, um, it began to like wave up on its own. But here's the downside. It began to frizz a lot too. That frizz that we always talk about. And that's the one thing I've had to accept. Textured hair is frizzy. There is, you know, that's why people always felt the need to straighten their hair and recurl it. It's just that, you know, like that's not possible to have curly or wavy hair that has no frizz. It's like, you know, like there is like, it's so weird. Like you talk about society has this standard um, where it's like, okay, you can have curly hair, but it needs to be smooth and it needs to be no frizz. It needs to be well-defined spirals or waves, no frizz. And, he, and that's not really possible unless you heat style it. And that's what I learned too. When I let go of the silicone things is that I needed to accept that frizz was going to happen because all hair serums, uh, most of them have silicones in them. And that's like, if you, I either want texture or, um, you know, what do I want smoothness? You can't really have both. And, um, it really took me a long time to like get over the frizz thing. I would always be like, Oh my God, my hair feels so weird. My hair feels like this. Um, and I slowly just began to like accept that my hair just looks like this. It just looks like this and it's okay. Um, I began, I genuinely love my hair now. I know it sounds so cheesy. I know it sounds like people are like, what? Uh, I don't know. Her hair is beautiful. Thank you. Uh, it took me, it took me a really long time to see it that way. Um, yeah, it's, it just, and it's not that I woke up one day and loved it. <laughs> I had to, you know, do a lot of wash days, try a lot of like uh, new products, try a lot of methods. It is not textured hair or at least textured hair care is not for the week. Um, it took me a really long time to get to somewhere where I felt like it, something was working, but I stuck with it. And the end result of like sticking with it has been that I love my hair now. Like now, if I have to leave the house, in like two seconds, 
I don't feel the need to bust out a straightener. You know, I don't feel the need to like be like, okay, well, my hair isn't done. Put it up in the bun then so nobody sees it. I don't feel the need to hide my hair ever. Um, if anything, I take my hair down before I leave the house. You know, if it's in, because I typically wear it up <laughs> in the house at least. And so like, if I need to go somewhere, I'll take it down. Because it makes, I realize this has become like synonymous with who I am. Like my textured hair and my like, today is actually like, like you mentioned, like for me, this is a bad hair day. Um, it's, uh, Isn't it it's funny that four. we're talking about hair today and we're both having bad hair day? <laughs> That's how the universe <laughs> The universe wanted that, I guess. Um, because I guess in order for us to practice what we preach, right? We gotta accept the hair. We gotta accept that bad hair days are also a thing. You know, yeah. like I said, my hair is not gonna always be perfectly smooth. Um, it's not gonna be perfectly defined. This is also my hair. My hair is not always its perfect little, you know, wash day hair. Because my hair, you know, and then there's a lot of effort that goes into wash day. But I genuinely want to do it. Um, what about you? What have you, how has your hair um, journey, like where has it taken you? Like what are you so doing now with your hair? My <laughs> textured hair journey actually mm-hmm. only started this year in 2020 and it's because of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know how we got onto the topic. I think you were talking about your hair, right? And I mm-hmm. was telling you about my experience with my frizzy hair and how it swoops. And mm-hmm. you were telling me what you said, hair that frizzes is hair that's textured, hair that swoops is hair that's textured. And it got me thinking, maybe my hair never left curl. But I also, I really didn't believe my hair was curly. So even when I thought, <laughs> you know what, let me just try this. I was like, it's not going to work. It's not going to mm-hmm. work where this theory that Jennifer has, unfortunately, is going to be disproved. My hair is just odd, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, because last year in 2019, I started heat styling my hair like crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, it was fun, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, when I got to 2020, I was like, I need to stop heat styling my hair. Like I'm doing it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have, I haven't cut my hair in over a year right now. Um, and that's why, like, if you, if you're watching, you see that my hair is like super straight at the end, like at the very end, it's damaged, it's damaged. And it's from all of that. Like it's, this is like, because I dye my hair, my roots are super grown out. Normally my hair is dyed all the way to my roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like, this is damaged from this hair has been on my head the longest. Um, I don't bleach my hair often. That's definitely a thing. I, I, I tend to stay to the same color family for a whole year. Maybe I'll do different mm-hmm. shades of that color, but I'll stay in the same color family for a whole year and usually just retouch my uh, roots maybe every three to four months. So I bleach my hair maybe two or three times a year, roughly two, mm-hmm. three, four, but usually like two or three times a year. But I haven't bleached my hair since February because I'm giving my hair a break. Anywho, you were the one that said that. So I stopped. I, I, I haven't heat styled my hair since maybe April, to be honest. Wow. And before mm-hmm. that, I can count on one hand the amount of times I heat. No, no, that's a lie. I only heat styled my hair for performances because for performances, I do have a specific way of curly that I liked it, which now I know that I could achieve with heatless curls. But mm-hmm. I stopped doing that. You told me the sulfate thing. That was hard. Sulfates and silicone, that is hard because as someone who has also colored hair, I have a very specific hair care system for having colored hair. I wash my hair once a week, max now, once a week because the color bleeds. You know, I have unconventional colors. Anywho, 
oh my god i am so glad i listened to you because my hair is wavy my hair is a little curlier than jennifer's though Mm -hmm. my hair has ridiculous curl memory oh my god what screwed me up was years of brushing it. I hardly <laughs> brush my hair anymore. And yeah. I've gotten to the point now, because I'm still on my journey, like I'm still figuring out what products mm-hmm. work for me. Um, but I, I don't hardly ever use any products. I was using, um, I still use like a leave-in conditioner because my hair is very, it can get very tingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like the only problem was I would like wash my hair and my hair was beautifully textured and I'd go to sleep and my hair would just be so like, I looked like a bruja. I looked like a witch the next day because my hair was just so bad. And so you recommended to do a um, silk uh, pillow cover thing. That has helped so much. Let me Mm -hmm. tell you guys, if you don't have a silk or satin pillow cover, um, oh my God, it helped my hair so much. Now I hardly ever have to brush it. And now Mm -hmm. my hair... My curl memory is so good that even when I brush it within 10 minutes, it's curling. Today is not a great day, Amazing. but you can still see that they're like, see, like this is pretty bad, but you can still see that I have, like, oh, look at that. That's a beautiful little curl. Yes. Wave. Um, so my hair is wavy, curly. Um, I have issues in the front, but I know that the solution is going to be to cut my hair because there is like a lot of like stuff from the heating that I did since the last time I've cut my hair that's really screwed me over. So I'm really like, I don't like to heat my hair anymore. I will only brush my hair if I look like a bruja. But besides Mm -hmm. that, I like to wear my hair naturally. I will say I am still getting comments here and there um, of like, oh, you should like, like at home, like you should brush your hair. And it's because- they're not used to me having curly hair. So they're like, what happened to your straight hair? And it's like, my hair is now curl wave. I I keep calling it curly. It's wavy. It's wavy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love it. I really do. I use, as far as products go, I hardly ever use products. I wash my hair, I air dry it, and it looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. And every once in a while, I will use, there's this product that you led me on to that I always Mm -hmm. say the name wrong. Unky Funkle, Funky Uncle. (laughs) I don't freaking know. But it's Uncle Funky. Uncle Funky. Mm -hmm. It's a curl thing that I use. And I'll use that to revitalize my hair. It doesn't give me the same curl wave that my natural hair will do, which is, I really love it. It's really beautiful. And Mm -hmm. the back of my hair usually looks gorgeous, but, but yeah, so I'm on my journey, but I really love my hair now. I really do. And I'm like, wow, I've always had wavy hair. I just, I didn't know it. Like brushing it really screwed me over and now I hardly brush it. So if you have frizzy hair or your hair swoops, I do recommend trying it. I agree. It's too. I agree. Yes. If your hair swoops, especially if your hair has frizz, that is usually an indicator of like textured hair because that is the way that I learned about it when my hair was always super frizzy or when I looked into the community. Um, they were talking about, think about your hair. Like it's just was craving moisture because that's what textured hair wants. It's moisture. And it's just like craving, your hair is craving moisture to- it's like reaching out to try to find it anywhere, like out in the atmosphere, out in the environment. And that's why the frizz is there. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I also am now, like I mentioned before, I don't brush my hair. I get those comments all the time. And that's just part of the journey. Unfortunately, I've been on this journey for like I mentioned, two to three years already. And um, growing it has been part of that journey as well. Um, because like, I love my hair. I'm on the journey nine months. So if you guys have any tips below or you want to share your hair journey or your experience with loving your hair, please comment that below. If you got some product tips for you, girl, um, please let me know if you have colored hair and textured hair, like hit a girl. Yeah. We want to see it. 
Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) But I think that's actually a wrap for our podcast today. Yes, I believe so. Um, I also keep an eye out for this week. I want to put up my hair, um, my hair routine. So uh, hopefully, if I do manage to get (laughs) get it up, uh, you guys will see my hair routine. For those of you who are um, either trying to like see what it is that I do in my hair because my hair is very complicated. Um, so I definitely will have, uh, try to have my routine up. So you guys, or at some point I will. Um, so you guys can see what And it where is can they I find do. that? So if I manage to get this done in time, <laughs> they, I will post it to our World of Feriena Instagram. Yes. Um, and we'll link and that will below. And we will link it below. Um, and if for any reason, I always, I don't get it done in time or just in general, you want to know what I do my day to day. Like what do I do on days that I don't wash my hair? Um, you can find that on my person, on my other Instagram, uh, at Brat baby. Um, so that one, I always have, I've always have hair routines and just what my everyday hair looks like when I'm not doing my full on routine, but yes, that will be a wrap. All right, guys. This chai is basically done, almost. <laughs> and so is this cheese, but this cheese may is completely done. Um, definitely thank you for watching and catching this episode of Chai's and Cheese May. Be sure to catch us on our next one coming out on Talk About It Thursdays. Yes, and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to us on Anchor or any of our other listening platforms like Spotify, like, share, all that good stuff. Make sure to stay tuned and We're going to drop our links for our Instagrams below so you can keep up with us on a daily basis and all the fun stuff that we do. But that is a wrap. Ciao. Salud. Bye. Bye.